it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. If you think oh, off, Yeah, but I bet the beat is sick. Yeah, push a little daisy. Yeah, Wayne, Wednesday, coming to St. Louis. Ryan Kelly, morning after. Hello, friends. Welcome to our 9 o'clock hour. Coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, uh, we will have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Big opportunity here for Ghost Rider to the Stars to have a dangerous two-goal lead. Buck Swope is one back. Hey, Barry, two back. Send yours in for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design Air is online at designairservice.com. The great Seth Goldcamp and his staff will take care of you. If you run into any issues with your heating and cooling, go to designairservice.com. You're chatting with somebody quick, fast, and in a hurry, and they will be out quick, fast, and in a hurry. One of those service texts. Doug is a client, and I'm a client as well. And Doug, the forecast tomorrow, glorious. Sunny and in the high 60s. Perfect for opening oh, day. Yeah. How yeah. do you do? That is great. Yeah, I see a high of 66. That'd be just about perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be prime. Man. I think I'll temperatures agrees. next week. I'll wear my 60s. sundress. Oh, Mark Hanna's going to Mark Hanna's in studio, and he is wearing his sundress to opening day. What color is the sundress? Oh, I've got a nice rainbow. Is it? You know, oh, Bill. Red and green. Strapless? Is there any other kind? Oh. Thank you. Oh, oh his man breasts hold it up so nicely. Ah, okay. Mark Hanna's in studio because Jeremy Rutherford is with us every Wednesday on the program, and Doug wanted to break down the win over the Canucks last night. Doug, mm-hmm. here's your chance. Morning, JR. Morning, morning, morning. Let's hear it, Doug. <laughs> well, they had they had a, a real barn burner there. I know they came back and they won it in overtime. This Jacob Vrana... Boy, he looks like a he looks like a I hell of a goal scorer. Much. Yeah, yeah. Two goals. Oh, that was good. No assists for him. Paul <laughs> had a goal and two assists. I'm not I'm not reading the box score or anything at this point. I'm just going off, <laughs> off memory on a game I didn't watch. Hey, Doug. Stories are generally about 1,300 words, so you only have 1,100 more words to okay. go. Okay. No, there you go. Well, I know Jacob Verona scored two goals leading the St. Louis Blues to a 6-5 overtime victory Tuesday over the Vancouver Canucks. Again, just off the top of my head. Brandon scored 28 seconds into overtime for St. Louis. He finished a give-and-go with Braden Shin to help the Blues rebound for a win after taking a 5-3 lead into the third period. That's about all I remember from it. You should JR, are you being, are you being plagiarized right here on the air as we speak? I, I think he's got the newspaper in front of him or something here. Well, yeah, that was a yesterday right? nap. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> just to refresh my memory, just to jolt it a little yeah. bit. No, Tim, Doug, 
Plow, Jackson, Mark, uh, probably no Iggy. How you guys doing? <laughs> that that is a correct assessment of the room, sir. We are uh, we are wonderful, and we're actually getting serious questions. I don't know what the hell's going on. Jr. Brought to you by Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, three one four eight eight nine zero five zero three. Jr. Serious question with Ron and Cappen and looking like the real deal. Do you see the Blues trying to keep them for the future? after next season. Also, Jordan Cairo played 13 minutes last night. Now that we have others who are able to score, is the coach sending him a message? How about that? Oh, Harrison's brother master out of nowhere. Real legitimate nowhere. question. Questions out of the gate. Yeah, I think that uh, Kapanen and Vrana have looked uh, really good. They've definitely, I think, increased kind of the offense up front. The Blues, 16 goals in the last three games. How about that? I think they lead the league uh, going back a few games here. So definitely pumping in some offense. You know, is it the situation? Is it uh, teams aren't taking them too uh, heavily down the stretch here? You know, what will we see from these players at the start of next season when we start from scratch? Uh, I don't know, but it looks good so far. It looks like a couple good pickups by Doug Armstrong. And both of those guys have one year left on their deals next year, and that's it. So will they want to come back because they like what they've established here in St. Louis, or will they want a payday and go elsewhere? We'll see with those guys. But uh, with regard to Kyrou, yeah, definitely I think so. I think we saw more of the same from him last night. Uh, some turnovers, some indecision in the offensive end, and uh, Craig Burby giving him just the 13 minutes. So he's got some other options right now, and he's using them. After the season, are the Blues going to have much room in the salary cap to go out and, and get a substantial player in the offseason? Not too much. Uh, they're pretty dang close to that cap, Doug. And Doug Armstrong, this is going back towards the trade deadline. He actually he actually gave the number. He came out and said, we got $4.2 million for one player. So... Uh, never heard a GM come out and say that. <laughs> leaves it up to us to, to look at the cap room and see what's going on. But, uh, yeah, about $4 million. That's assuming they don't make a trade, trade somebody's under contract, I guess. Yeah, that's why I never get caught up in that cap number because it can change tomorrow based on whatever they do. And, and I would think that Doug Armstrong is going to try to do something trade-wise in the offseason, so I wouldn't put too much stock in that number. He's going to do his best Ron Caron impression and oh. trade the whole team. <laughs> there is meat on the yeah. burner. Yes. Nice, I like that. that. <laughs> uh, another question here. Doug, I don't know what's going on with this engineer design facilities text inbox, but JR is getting real questions here. Let me see what I got here. Uh, Verona clearly needed a change of scenery. Uh, can he be a 30-goal scorer? And then what was the girth on Roman Polak's oh, drain sniffer? So there, no, it kind of caught me right there sniffer. with a breaking ball on the uh, after the first pitch. Oh, uh, they got you. Yeah, that was a uh, fastball down the middle, 98, yep. and then got you with the curve about 78, yep. 82. Yeah, yeah froze so me. I think Veronica can be that guy. That's the type of player he was. He won a Stanley Cup with Washington. It didn't go well, and there was some off-the-ice issues, maybe going back to Washington, but we know for sure in Detroit that kind of uh, derailed the career but he seems genuine now when he says that uh, he wants to put that stuff behind him so we'll see and i never got a look at uh at uh, roman Polak's girth but uh, i did oh. see him wearing a hot dog <laughs> on his head one time and uh, no shirt if that counts so i uh, walked dog. in the locker room and cut that off they were passing around the uh, yeah they were passing around the uh the hot dog that you wear on your head to the best player of the game and uh, walked in the locker room one time and there's roman polak with no shirt on and a dog on his head yum i think i still have the picture <laughs> why why would there have been a hot dog on his head <laughs> you know about the third or fourth uh you know kind of thing that they were passing around the room that signify the uh, best player of the game. I got a little burned out on writing about it. So uh, the hot dog, uh, I never got the backstory on that one. Mm. Mm. Hey, JR, mm-hmm. I was I was thinking about something. How long have you been with The Athletic? 
Uh, five years. Five, five years. Plus. So I, I've heard you talk about it before, but what's the experience like? Because you were with the uh, Post-Dispatch before that? Yeah. What's the, yep. the experience like writing for The Athletic now as you go through winning seasons and losing seasons relative to the traditional journalism, the traditional beat? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, and I appreciate you asking. Uh, when I went to The Athletic, Mark, I enjoyed the idea of being able to not not necessarily take your time and take three weeks to write a story, but you know, just have the luxury of, hey, I got a good story here. Let me do my due diligence and make the phone calls and uh, put it together, talk to as many people as I can, and the final product will be the best product that we can put out, uh, which was tough to do for anybody in the newspaper world, and I did it for 18, 20 years, where it's every day, every day, grind, grind, grind. What's the news of the day? What's the news of the day? And, and so we've been able to put out some stories over the years that I think accomplish what I just said, you know, just a quick, uh, you know, anecdote with uh, Alex Petrangelo. When he was here, I sat down with him for a couple hours. He talked about he and his wife having a couple miscarriages. And uh, the message, I think, was powerful. The comment section at The Athletic, I remember the next morning was, this is so strong. We've been through miscarriages. And now I'm reading about my favorite hockey player going through the same thing and how he showed the strength and now how me and my husband can do the same. And, and so... Those are the types of stories that we hope to produce. I have one today on uh, Alex Cavallini. She's the Team USA goaltender uh, for USA Hockey, and uh, she lives here in St. Louis. And she just gave birth on December 25th, and here we are 100 days later, and she's training up for the wor- world's uh, women's hockey team, and, and that'll be, be competing next week. And so had a chance to sit down with her. So just stories like that that uh, we feel like we can take our time on and tell the right way. Hmm. Well, when you cover a team like the Blues the way you do, do you have to still try to be at every game home and away, or does Zoom World help yeah. you do a lot of that at home? I, I think that, uh, no, it's a, it's a little less travel. You can kind of pick your spots, Doug, uh, but I think the one thing that I picked up on tra- uh, traveling and covering the Blues for all those years is that people watch the games, and you can tell them a little insight about what happened in the game. Maybe they don't know what a guy was thinking on a particular play, and you can go in the locker room and find out. But it seems to me today, 2023, as opposed to when I started in 2005, that they want to know the why and the how and, yeah. and, and the backstory on a lot of things. And, and you can't get that in the locker room because you get two or three minutes with those guys. So sometimes it's better, hey, let them play in L.A., let them come home. I'll catch the guy at his locker stall at Centene this week for 15 minutes and get a better explanation as to uh, you know how he's playing or, or what's going on. So I think you're I, right about that, man. I, I, I think that stuff is uh, is kind of an old school mentality, and I get it. And it's, but I just I, as you said, if people care, they get a chance to watch the game. And, and reading a recap is not necessarily what's going to drive people to uh, a story. You know, I think beat writers, in a way, and you you were certainly doing this when the Blues were imploding in January. Uh, you know. Are, are also in a way, and I maybe would disagree with this, Jr. But uh, columnists as well as covering the team. Whereas before, I felt like there was a clear line between who was a columnist and who was the beat reporter. What do you think about that? A hundred percent. I used to talk to Bernie Miklas about this all the time when I was covering the Blues as a uh, beat writer, and he was the columnist, and he was obviously uh, wonderful at his job and and did it well. Uh, and so I made sure not to step over the line where I was being critical or offering my opinion on a player. And I just stuck to the facts. This guy's got two goals in his last 20 games. And here's what the coach had to say about him. And then you had a Bernie Miklas 
who would just drop the hammer and say they need to trade the guy. And so uh, definitely those lines were concrete uh, for me back in the day anyway. And, and now at The Athletic, a little bit of leeway, I insert some opinion and, and thoughts on uh, what we're seeing. And, uh, but it's more big picture, and, uh, and uh, you know, you don't have to be at every game in that situation. Jeremy Rutherford, I know you have a hard out at uh, 9.30, so we want to let you go. Thank you so much, as always, for the time. A lot of questions came in on uh, on Guy Carbono, Doug. Mm, sure. uh, Jeff Cortinall potentially coming back next year. So we will uh, <laughs> we will tend to those late. questions next week. Yeah, hey, Tim, uh, Tony Twist, I had an interview with him set up 9.30 this morning, but we pushed back to 1.30, so if you want to sneak in, you know, where's Eric Boganicki at these days? I could probably uh, have an extra minute here to, to oh. tell you. Okay, well, I mean, all right, let me let me read the, the first one. Uh, JR, which Blues player has the worst body odor? Also, oh. is uh, Philippe Bozon walking through that door to add some moxie? Or will Army have to look to a Guy Carbono type? That's from Mitch with the DailyAztec.com. We're here at McGregor's Cumstein. So there you go. Now, now that you're able to stick around a little longer. Yeah, no, I think that uh, the worst body odor definitely has to go to the athletic writer at, inside the locker room. So, oh, mm, uh, yeah. hot. You know, it, it's funny. Humble they brag. might not say anything, those players. Uh, <laughs> they might not say anything to us, to our face, but it's funny. You know you know that these players are, you know, they got nicknames for some of the reporters and, you know, talking about <laughs> the clothes uh, that they're wearing or the shoes untied or the body odor, and I'm probably the body odor guy. No, oh, that's hot. Well, I mean, I would just imagine if you're a professional athlete with millions of dollars and you're in peak physical condition and you don't have to work another day in, in your life, that you have a great deal of respect when the media comes in and kind of gives you the what for as to how to, 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 to be a professional athlete. Doug, you've always found that when you would right. look, around, uh, look around the room and our peers, that we are clearly the ones that the players are envious of. Right, and some of them still have mustard on their face from the hot dog they just ate. They kind of come down and question you on your effort. Up on the eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they oh, love goodness. that. The players love that. They also like it when some of the media guys wear their championship rings. That, they that goes over really well with them. Uh, we, had, we, we had a guy years ago that wore the big, puffy, like, starter blues jacket up in the press box. Mm. Yeah, it's a bad look. Oh, God, Doug. What did we do? Where was where was that angel who visited Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life when yeah. we were, like, 19? Could have used What the hell happened? Yep. Could have used him. Got yep. in the financial yep. services business like Hanny here. And- <laughs> yeah, like Mark Hanna. Well, yeah. That angel visited Mark Hanna. Passed on us. Mm. Damn it all to hell. JR, thank you so much. Enjoy your time with Twister today. Yeah, I had to explain to Jackson who Tony Twist was. I said Canadian ice hockey player liked to fight, so I think he knows who we're talking about. Oh, God. So, yeah, article, article coming out uh, Friday at The Athletic on Tony Twist, and this is a fun one, so if you get a chance, take a peek. Well, all right, yeah, we'll looking see. forward to that. There he is, Jeremy Rutherford, brought to you by Mark Hanna, Evergreen Well Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. What's the good work, uh, Mark? Because somebody sent in a, a text, and I don't know if this is somebody you know. Uh, for Mark, I think my wife left the Sibian at the Gulf Shores place. Did you grab it? That's from the mm-hmm. Webster Walrus. Of course I did. I've been using it every nice. day. Oh, come on now. Ah, it's refurbished. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Full transparency. Mm. Yep. Transparency in media. Yes. You ever think you'd get roped into this type of talk when you've 
I leave here. In the business? I leave here and go straight to therapy. Yeah, you leave. forget that it ever happens. Endlessly. Yeah. yeah. Every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Yeah, it's, it's a defense mechanism, no it's doubt. It's fine. And washes the memory away, and away I go. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you give Iggy a little time off, and that's helpful. I've got to go out there, drag him kicking and screaming back in here. <laughs> he's he's a little ray of sunshine on my Wednesdays. Do you see him? Do you pass him in the Boom. hallway on his way out? The yeah, street? and he looks really forlorn and dismayed oh, yeah. that he has to actually come back in and talk yeah. into a microphone. Oh, for you a should see while. the crest when he realizes he has a full three hours. It's unbelievable. <laughs> the crest. Uh, call Mark three one four eight eight nine zero five zero three. Everyone needs a financial advisor, mm-hmm. and Mark Hanna is a first class person and person to get involved with when it comes to advising you on your finances. Go to evergreenstl.com. Mark, thank you so much. Kind, kind, sir. Thanks, guys. Good thank to see you, everybody. Hansy. Good job, Hansy. There he is, the great Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, evergreenstl.com, or give him a call, 314-889-0503. Coming up in about 13 minutes, we have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after, at insidestl.com. Doug, I deep teased it. Here's Mike Francesa uh, talking. What was this gentleman's name again, uh, Jackson, East Fred, Brunswick, somebody? Fred in East Brunswick. Oh, sure. Okay, here it is. Hit the lever, Plowsy. Fred in East Brunswick. What's up, Fred? Hey, what's going on, Mike? How are you today? What's happening? If I say intro, are you no doubt? First ballot? In what sport? Well, baseball. In, in what league? For the for Major for League Baseball? Major League Baseball. He does not, he has no, he does not belong in the Major League Baseball oh Hall of Fame. Really? Huh, that's interesting. Okay. Well, how, what do you have done to get there? Well, I mean, because what, he's got, overall, he's got what, 4,500 oh, hits, well, like that. Do, it, we, do we count uh, the International League hits for some other guy who played in the International League? You're not gonna, I'm not saying you count that towards the statistic. I'm saying... Well, people have done that to try and give him awards. I can't, I can't get, to me, he hasn't been a Hall of Famer in the major leagues. Hmm. Okay. I, I don't think he's played enough. Okay. How many games has he played in American baseball? Twenty five hundred. What's his batting average in the major leagues for the American baseball? Three thirteen. Three thirteen. Three thousand hits. Three thousand hits. He's got three thousand American hits. Uh, you know what? Maybe. If he's got, if listen, if he's got three thousand American hits now, he's going to get in. He's going to get. Then he's going to get in automatically. Then if he has three thousand hits, I didn't think he had three thousand American hits. I mean, he's a. He's a. Obviously, a, he's a, he's a you know a, a single hitter, so three thirteen is okay. It's not unbelievable. You know, you want your thir- single hitters to have better at batting average than that. But he plays good defense. If he has three thousand hits, he's going to get in automatically. He, he, no one with three thousand hits has ever been left out, so he will get it. I didn't realize he had three thousand hits. I didn't think he had played twenty five hundred games either. I thought he had played closer to like eighteen hundred or two thousand. I didn't think he had played twenty five hundred games. You're guessing. Played more than I thought. You're guessing now, dude. Like Ichiro had the best rookie year I've ever witnessed. How good is will Ichiro be a Hall of Famer? And his response is, "What sport?" Yeah. What did that even mean? Did he play? Uh, uh, Dougie has 3,000 hits. He also won 10 gold gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did MVP. say he played pretty good defense. And the MVP was his rookie year, if I'm not mistaken. All-star too, virtually right? like, every year. That's correct. He's unbelievable. Yep. He had like, 350 one year, 372 one year, and he played every game. He's a single player. 157, 157, 159, 161, 162, 161, 162, 161, 162. He played every game. He's a potential top 50 
player of all time in terms of stats. I know everybody loved the long ball, but like overall, here's my my theory on what what happened there, Doug. I like to try to theorize <laughs> as, to, as to how a, a take can can be so surprising from somebody who uh, you know has had the career that Mike Frances has. My belief is Ichiro wasn't much of a player for the Yankees. And so he views it through the Yankees' lens, except the Yankees thing didn't happen until 2012, and he had been in the big leagues with the Mariners from 2001 through 2012. And he was fine, but it's not like he was the same guy that he was from 2001 through 2010 with the the Mariners. And so he was with the Yankees for 12, 13, and 14, and, and he wasn't great. And so that's what I think that's about. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. One year he had 762 plate appearances. Oh, my God. And set the all-time record for hits in a season with 262. 262 hits. He had a cup of coffee with Miami, too, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I barely remember those last few years. He played until he was 45. Yeah, he played forever. We didn't yeah. see him until, here until he was 27, so, you know, you figure you missed out on six or seven years at least. Didn't he get yeah, that's right. God, yeah, he was 27 when he started with the Mariners in 2001. How about that? He has like over like 5,000 hits in professional baseball altogether. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, 9.37 in St. Louis. <laughs> we have the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day coming up here in a matter of moments. Uh, and I would like to tell our audience about Big St. Charles Motorsports. That is a new sponsor here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After, and we're thrilled to have new people joining the program and experiencing TMA. Big jobs on big properties. Demand a big side-by-side, one that's big in power, performance, and comfort. Enter the first-ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew, available now at Big St. Charles Motorsports. The Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew has loads of power thanks to a 999cc engine and a six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission. It delivers serious performance sporting a hefty hauling capacity and a 2,500-pound towing capacity, both made easy thanks to Honda innovations like tow-haul mode and self-leveling rear suspension. And when it comes to comfort, the new Pioneer 1000 Crew shines, giving you best-in-class comfort for six occupants. Hop in the back seat and you've got shoulder room for three and leg room to spare. As for durability and build quality, we'll let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Big St. Charles Motorsports at I-70 in the Cave Springs exit and see the all-new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew today. It's BigStCharlesMotorsports.com for your safety. Read the owner's manual, wear a helmet, and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. Honda side-by-sides are for drivers 16 years and older. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Munganast Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Doug, this okay. is your warm-up for major season, which starts a week from tomorrow amongst the dogwoods and pines of Augusta National. But first, it's time for the Valero. Okay. The Valero. All right. I'll just pick names out of the hat. <laughs> Who's blindly. going first? Probably Who's win first? again. Doug's got the box. Okay. All right. I'll pick a name here. Let me see. I can't see what I'm doing here, but yet I'll pick a name. Brandon Wu. Wu, Wu, Wu. Brandon Wu. Kenny Wu. Brandon Wu. Starting off decent. All right. I got it. What's he priced at? 7,500. God, I had to reset my password again. Oh, no. Uh oh. After all this. I mean, I got it. I just, it took me a while. Thank God I started like five minutes ago. I brought it up and it was. We'll write them down. Well, it I, it worked last night. Okay. Just okay, this, who you got? I got to pull it up now. Oh, you still don't have it. I have it. It's loading. 
All right, I'll Load. pull the oh, names. There you go. Okay. You uh, this, this is a whole shot in the dark. Uh, 7,000, I'm going with Kevin Streelman. Kevin Streeland? Streelman. 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 Okay. That's an inspired pick. <laughs> Let me see who I got. <laughs> okay. I got Tyrrell Hatton. Oh, Tyrrell Hatton, uh, one of, if not the most expensive player in the field this yeah. week. Doug. The most. Do you worry that he might be tired? 10,000. I could care less if he's tired. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm so tired. <laughs> 10,900. Well, that seemed like a pretty good pick. Yeah, he's one of the top guys. Yeah. Well, you can pick him, too. No, I didn't. I just oh. kind of stayed around the middle of the pack here. Okay, who'd you pick? Uh, coming in at 7,700. This guy pops up every once in a while, Doug, and maybe he'll win this year. I don't know. I'm talking about Bo Hostler. You're talking Bo Hostler. Okay. All right. All right give me the box, Plowsy. In a crappy field, he's as good as anybody else. Well, sure he is. He is I got Siwoo Kim. God, he's like third, I think. 9,700. Yeah, you may be in trouble here if you pick another big name. Well, who knows? It's yeah. all luck. All right, now we're getting into the 8,000s. I threw my through 7,000s, and then now we'll get to the 8,000s. Uh, <clears throat> he played good here last year, and he's played well on the European Ooh. tour. Uh, Nikolai Hojagard. Nick Javi Bulin? Hojagard. Spell that, please. H-O-J-G-A-A-R-D. Uh, R.D. Okay. Doug, reach a pause in that box. All right. Okay. Uh, Corey Connors. Yeah, well, there's may, another 10,000. You may be in trouble. You may have to start dropping people, buddy. Well, we'll see. Uh, you'll most certainly have to. I've been mixing. I mixed the box pretty well, too. Is that, he only has $11,800 left for two golfers. Yeah, you okay. Work. Oh, not possible. Mathematically impossible. Okay. You yeah. got to take one of them out. Well, I'll mix it up again. I just I did a good mixed job. Uh, you gonna wait I thought next you pick? did a good mixed job. Oh. All right, let's uh, stay in the uh, 8,000s. Um, not a bad price for this field to get him at 8,400. I'm going with Thomas Dietry. Thomas Dietry? D-E-T-R-Y. D-E-T-R-Y. Okay. What am I going to pick here? Uh, old Harry Hall. Yeah, he'll, he'll get filled for it, but you're still going to have to drop somebody. Harry like? Hall, 7,000. Yeah, you got to drop one of Connors, uh, Hatton, or Siwoo Kim. I would okay. drop Hatton, bud. I'll do that after I pick all the players, and we'll see who I drop. What? I'm going to pick the full <laughs> team and see how much <laughs> i got, and then I'll determine who I drop. No, you got to do a play by play. No, I don't. I'm going to get all the players and then see who well, I drop. Does, whoever you pick next is going to be over. Doug, fade hat. Well, then I'll figure out Please. who I'm going to drop. Do yeah, you know it, how far over it, I am? Doug's, that Doug's saying is fair. All right, so now you got Harry Hall in there, too. Yeah, I'm sure you're keeping him. We well, um, have to. You have to keep that guy. Man, like, you can drop Who'd you pick? Uh, <laughs> he he played well last week. Probably should have won his pod. He got screwed. Uh, I'm going to go with Ryan Fox. Ryan Fox. Well, what happened to Ryan Fox's pod, Doug? He got screwed. Uh, he got screwed out of a couple of putts. And... How can you get screwed out of a putt? They make you putt it. <laughs> That's well, how you get screwed well, out of a putt. Well, Welcome to the Fan Page Coach Championship. <laughs> I got Aaron Ray, 7,900. Right, Ray? Right, okay. So you'll have to drop. Doug, he, uh, he uses iron covers. Is that a problem for you? Yes, it is. How far over am I, Jack? 3,100. 3,100 over. So you'll have to drop Hatton, Connors, or Kim. Okay. Uh, uh, you want to draw a seventh player, then figure out what you want to do? I'll draw, I'll draw, I'll drop Kim, I guess. Okay. 
So you have 6,600 left. Are there some players in there plowing? Yeah, there is some 6,500. Okay. I'll keep drawing until I get a 6,500. Oh, this isn't going to take forever. We can flip them over. Just put, put some near the top there, 6,000. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It only does every week. Oh, I got one. 9, Martin Lane, 6,800. <laughs> yep. 68? No, yeah. Sorry, too much. Son of a sack ass. <laughs> drop hat. Okay, don't tell me who to drop. <laughs> uh, Young Hun Han, he's too much. 7,400. Uh, Taylor Montgomery, 9,900. Let's take a couple here until I find one that's cheap. Uh. How about Adam Long, 69? How about uh, Michael Kim, 6,500? There you go. Okay. Wow. There we go! That was hard. Iggs, who's your last player? Uh, my last player is Taylor Montgomery. Yep. Okay. The rosters are submitted. Okay. Got to feel good about it. Well, feel that's great. exhausting is what it is. <laughs> right, let me take a picture of it. Yeah, we'll see. Well, you sure will. We shall see. Well, we'll see us feel better if we go to mentality, and that means going to lowtusa.com. That's exactly right. Mentality is online at lowtusa.com. It is a local health care facility. I have visited said local health care facility. I was tested. Uh, Doug, no surprise, uh, my testosterone is strong. Off the charts, uh, I think I'm people. Sure. Yeah. yeah, but my vitamin D... Uh, not so much, and that's what they test for at Mentality. If you're dealing with low energy, motivation, weight gain, muscle loss, fatigue, tired all the time, feeling anxious, moody, irritable, impatient, dealing with anxiety or depression, these are symptoms of low testosterone. Mentality sets you up to get tested, and you got to understand that the normal range for testosterone is large. So if you've been to a doctor and they told you that you're normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restore their ability to perform normally at all levels. It's lowtusa.com. That is Mentality at lowtusa.com. We have the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day coming up. Keep in mind, all week long, two reserved VIP seats to see the movie Air. Advanced screening on Tuesday, April 4th at 7 p.m. at AMC Esquire 7. Those being given away today, tomorrow, and Friday. The screening next Tuesday. It's the film Air. Jackson, have you been given uh, a copy of it considering your ownership of goodorbad.com? I have not. I should be getting screeners. It's kind of, you know. I agree with if it. They know what's if they know it's good for them, but I can't wait to see it. Anytime Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are together, count me in. Doug, you get one? You're a SAG member. Oh, yeah. Well, don't they do that for the Oscars, send those? Not necessarily just for movies that come out? Uh, They send them to me for the SAG After Awards. And that's in, like, what? January? Uh, uh, December? February, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see it, though. The, The story of this magnitude, good actors... Ben Affleck directing. Yeah. Who's playing the role of uh, Jordan? I don't know. I know Viola Davis is playing his mother, which Michael Jordan asked for expressly. He said, "I'll." Oh, is that right? He said, "You can do the movie, but Viola Davis has to play my mother." And Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were like, "Well, the the mother only has one line in the script right now. I don't know if Viola will do that." So they changed it and made her a much more important character. Oh. Huh. 
They did a really good interview. Ben and Matt did a great interview with Bill Simmons. I highly recommend listening to that. Nice. Uh, Julia Ann is on the Holly Randall podcast. I highly recommend that. That's uh, new today, Doug. Julia Ann, friend of the show. Iggy, one of the all-timers, right? Uh, I think so. Top ten, probably. Who's for most people. That wouldn't be my top ten, but for most people. You're dying to give your top ten now, aren't you? No. (laughs) I want to hear it. I couldn't come off the top of my head my top ten. I have to think about it. How about top three? Uh, Top three would be um, Kay Parker. Dave Parker? Kay Parker. Yeah, the Cobra. Christy Canyon. Dillian Harper. Oh, no, Linda Mulder. She's got the sciatica. Yeah, she was good in in Pirates, and she started tatting herself up. I like that, though. She would be in my top ten. Chasey Lane, pre the situation. Yeah. uh, Just really alone for that oil scene. Oh. Abigail Mack. Uh, Ella Reese's Instagram alone, to me, puts her in the top ten, although she uh, she performs sporadically. doesn't seem like she's really interested in playing a lot of events. She might be better to be on the live tour of the stag industry. Mm. Uh, Doug, I mean, I feel like by default you have to put Nudge Jameson in there. Don't you have to put Nudge Jameson in there? How about Lisa Ann, since you know her? That's a great play. Yeah, I think Lisa Ann would go on there, whether Katie we know her or not. If you know her. Yeah, but I don't watch any of her movies anymore. got to be two of the top so. three. Yeah, I can't watch her movies. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah, I can still. I mean, I'd still put her in my top ten. <laughs> I'd put her in my top ten because she's that popular. What up, Lisa? <laughs> I'm very progressive. <laughs> I can be your friend she's and a... watch you on Black. Yeah, that's a great, great person. Clip that off. She's a sport. Well, we'll finish off the top ten on Balloon Party. Derek Gould also going to join us coming up at 10.30. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Design Air Heating and Cooling Email of the Day. Hey, hey, gals. He is once again pays for dramatic effect right once again. Did you like how I did that, Doug? Mm. So here we go. I've been selling what I call slightly used but incredibly filthy D-list celebrity items and apparel. Now, while I don't have any current inventory like a used cigarette from an East St. Louis punk rock show or a three-year-old divot from VJ Singh from the 2002 <laughs> Shell Houston Open, I'd like to take time on your airwaves to push my products, a sort of swap meet, if you will. A failed audition tape of Ernest Borgnine reading the role of Frankenfurter in the 1975 hit Rocky Horror Picture Show. Some back-waxing strips with hair from former 1988 Democratic presidential candidate Michael Dukakis. An unopened 12-pound bag of bird seed from the back porch of former Texas and Titans quarterback Vince Young. And lastly, one incredibly crusty wool sock from the bottom of the hamper from Doug Vaughn's house. Mm. Choose my email to win if you're interested in any of these items. That comes from the sexy robot. Oh, sexy robot. Trying to figure some things out. Reading between the lines. The old guy told the story about how he masturbated in a hot bath for an entire week, thinking about the guy with the perfect teeth because he had spent all day playing golf with him. And then his scrawny grandson was talking about how he refuses to tape any more shows, one in which he has been doing for free because now there might be possible sponsors. Speaking of business models, what do Bernie Madoff and half the men in Potosi, Missouri have in common? They've all been fingered by their sons. Oh, That's from come like on. another lady writing in. That's from Amanda, and then her last name is Reem. That's no lady. <laughs> Amanda Rion. <laughs> 
Are we sure Darren's new breakfast sandwich wasn't made entirely of weed? Because <laughs> he seemed extra high this morning. Some texters say that Plowsy is a one-button guy and that he only has one job, but that's simply not true. He has lots of duties and responsibilities that many people overlook. The breakfast sandwich boy has the difficult task of tuning out the world around him so he can mindlessly scroll Twitter. <laughs> he makes sure a constant loop of the Sinbad interview is played on TMA all day. He adds Nat sound to the broadcast by aggressively crinkling food wrappers near the mic with the ferocity of a frustrated toddler struggling to open a stubborn pack of fruit snacks. Additionally, the pride of Canton has to remember to not play any drops whatsoever. <laughs> And who else could handle the job of continuing to play commercials for a defunct podcast that hasn't been on the air in months because it, quote, adds an extra 36 seconds to our commercial break? This is a man with a college degree, and he puts his education to use every day. For instance, I assume the first class he took at Western Illinois University was a class called Pissing Off Loyal Listeners 101, Forgetting the Ox, and other intern-level mistakes. Here's an idea. Quit talking about the granulated quartz and the bunkers at Augusta and give us what we really want by showing more of the guy cutting Tim's grass in Florida. Hmm. Boy, that fellow was booking it. He was moving faster than me running to the restroom after too many cheesy bean burritos from Taco Bell. Real talk. Put the lawnmower guy in the Indy 500 and let him show the world how fast that John Deere can run. But back to my original point. The next time these low-life texters want to come after Plowboy because he can't remember the basic task of making sure TMA is actually on the the air, maybe they should let, just keep their opinions to themselves and to their homeboys. We love you, Plowsy. Stay cute, sweet cheeks. Mm. Fall, please. The JV golf coach is now gaping. JV golf coach. All accurate. Now put that on my No resume. gaping. Four, please. Can we hear that one time? <laughs> Masters guy. Four, please. Doug Vaughn now driving. Okay, oh, I, I like that. That's Johnny good. Johnson. That's wonderful. Gets you in the spirit for yeah, the, uh, like the man. Which chip is best, he asked with a sly smirk. I had never seen the gentleman before, but something told me to play along with this stranger under the romantic light of the Straub's chip aisle. What are you dipping it in, I asked with a pensive smile. He didn't skip a beat. You, he said strongly. I want to taste the emulsified corn loaf that sits in your tummy tunnel. I blushed. I think the Fritos Big Scoop would be best. That way you can taste more of me with each bite. I keep the soppins extra flavorful. He airdropped me his number, and we have a date at a roadside more in Fenton. <laughs> the one with free HBO and vibrating beds. Uh-huh. More to come. That's from Danny Tanner. Sure. Danny Tanner. <laughs> and finally, salutations from across the nation. Today I'm excited to share with you a conversation I conducted with Frank Frangi. He attended the BSM Summit last week and he shared Barrett's bullet points for how radio shows can best position themselves to make his top 20 rankings for 2023. Number one, antagonize your listeners by opening the show with your traditional pre-recorded intro followed by 90 seconds of dead air. (laughs) An angry listener is an engaged listener. Number two, keep your audience engaged by having a listener call in to detail his most recent masturbation session before reeling off a series of vacation humble brags and celebrity name drops. 
Number three, promote a defunct podcast that hasn't dropped a new sewed in months with daily promos that run during commercial breaks. <laughs> Spend significant showtime openly campaigning for this defunct podcast to win a local's reader, local Reader's Choice Award for Best Radio Show despite the fact that it's never aired on the radio, not even HD2. Number four, play old clips of now-retired radio icon another market saying the most idiotic things and then backpedaling as he pulls his head out of his ass in real time while saying more idiotic things like, is that a new report? Are there players who kick with both legs? At number five, you want to talk about golf? It's okay to have your stoner board off who's not for sure because he doesn't really pay too close attention give a series of scorching hot takes about the lift tour, but remember to keep Tev- Kevin Na's name out your damn mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Buck Swole. Sure it is. And that's what we have Buck for the design, Swope. air, heating, and cooling email today, what you got. I, I, I thought Buck Swope had a nice little email, but I'm going to go with JV Golf Coach, now gaping. <laughs> Uh, Buck Swope brings up a good point that we technically have never done the show on the radio and we're up for a radio show. Yeah, that's uh, a good observation. Yeah, yeah, I kind of liked only because of the, the references. I mean, a former quarterback's bird seed on his. I mean, to come up with those things, I thought was ingenious. So I'm going to go with um, whatever that first Sexy one robot. Sexy robot. Nice. No, the sexy robot. That It doesn't matter, though, because the JV golf coach is now gaping. It's just shipped. Oh. The design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Is that the second win of the month for the JV golf coach? Accurate. But was he gaping <laughs> in the first one? Probably. I don't know if he was gaping. Yeah, that would matter. He now is. Uh, Jackson and I are going to go down the hallway and experience pleasure like you've never experienced before, ladies and gentlemen. It's called the Balloon Party, and it's driven by Munganas St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. Derek Gould is going to join us for a deep dive on the upcoming Cardinal season. I am off tomorrow. Jackson, you running point tomorrow, bro? Yeah. How about that? No. Uh, I'll be back in yeah. studio Friday. Oh, Back yeah. in studio Friday, and we're going to have a long embrace right in front of Doug, Iggy, and he is going to be Don't do that. very, no. very aroused. No, and you'll feel like you're just still in Florida. I think Friday is supposed to be like 72, I think. And then the storms nice. come. Big, heavy storms in the afternoon and night. It's supposed to get really is nasty. Is that right? Yeah, it's supposed to get really nasty Friday. I well, it's good thing the Cardinals are off Friday. Yeah. Timing was right. All right, uh, balloon party coming up next on 101 ESPN. Time for us to shut it down for the Plowhawk, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elvin Vaughn. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly morning after.